Hello, and welcome back once again to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is Episode 8. John and Wendy talk to Nicole Roberts. I'm your host, John. And I'm Wendy. How are you doing, John? I am sitting uh, sitting here at the computer talking to you, getting ready to talk to Nicole, and still dumbfounded by the fact that we are in mid-March and it snowed all day today in the city of Richmond. Just absolutely uh, berserk. Crazy, crazy Be- weather. But, uh, beautiful here in South Dakota. It was in the 30s. I had my coat unbuttoned walking around, so... Um, I'm I'm enjoying this. We just wrapped up Girl Scout cookie sales, and I'm ready for some free time. <laughs> well, you know what that means. That just means more time for us to be recording, right? So that's true. So that, that, that's that is true. That so, but uh, <laughs> well, I, I, you know, we mentioned uh, we mentioned our guest tonight. I was super excited to be able to to get uh, her lined up. Uh, mm-hmm. We met in person at Sherm 16. You know, back in DC, we connected online a while ago, and we'll ask her about remembering those connections, but. Uh, just uh, really, really excited to have her with us tonight. Wendy, I'll let you make the introduction, and we'll get going. Okay. Well, I have not had the pleasure of meeting Nicole yet, so I am uh, super excited for that to happen. Uh, she is currently holding down her dream job, um, so you know, don't let the green-eyed monsters get too crazy here. Um, but she is combining her love of animals and passion for HR as the Director of Human Resources at Compassion First Animal Hospitals a family of more than 30 emergency and specialty veterinary practices with locations across the country. A high-impact HR professional with more than 14 years of proven experience throughout human resources, specifically in the manufacturing, telecommunications, and veterinary medicine industries, Nicole possesses an outstanding ability to develop and maintain strong relationships with all functions, departments, and levels of the organization. She has a proven record of establishing HR as a vital business partner with an earned reputation as an intuitive, wide-ranging HR generalist. She is a proud member of the Sherm A team, and she has recently been appointed to into, excuse me, into a volunteer leadership position as a Sherm Foundation chair on the board of her local Sherm chapter, GCHRA. Earlier this year, Nicole started a blog, HR Without Ego, where her faithful sidekick Maximus the Minimus her 10 pounds Shih Tzu serves as mascot. So welcome, Nicole, to the podcast. And our first question, as always, is what is in your glass? I've got hot tea in my glass. We had nice. birthday festivities for my husband over the weekend, had some surprise out-of-town guests, and so lots of rich food and lots of cupcakes. <laughs> so I'm having hot tea today, trying to detox all that sugar out. Oh, probably a good thing. <laughs> So, so Nicole, I have to ask, and just just like we always ask about your glass, what's in your glass? You know, my first question always is, how in the world did you get into HR? So, I was a dual major in finance and accounting. I was pretty sure I was going to be the next Susie Orman, and I had to take a labor and employment law class as a business elective. And after the first day, I just couldn't get enough of that class. So, after that class ended, I switched my major to HR. And then I was sitting in a management class, and someone came in to share an opportunity to be an HR assistant to the VP of HR at a company locally. And I went in and interviewed the following week and was offered the position on the spot, and the rest was history. I've been in HR ever since. So nice. i got to ask, what, what, what in that class got you so excited? Employment law, uh, I, that fascinates me. What, was the, what got you so stoked? 
Oh, I was just talking about the different laws and about um, the regulations. And it, at the time, with things seemingly, you'll get a kick out of this. I thought, oh, it's you know, it's either legal or it's not. It's so black and white, which you know, you have now because not even close. But right. Um, yeah, and the, the professor himself, too, made it just so interesting and engaging. Um, so, yeah, changed my major, switched to HR. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. So we mentioned in your Bible that you are in your dream job. There's not many people can uh, share that sentiment with what they do. Um, so tell us about how you landed with Compassion First Pet Hospitals and how working in HR there differs from your previous jobs. So I was hired as the HR director for the care center, um, supporting Cincinnati and Dayton in February of 13. And then in July of 2016, we actually merged with four other uh, emergency and specialty practices that were part of a best practices group that we were in. Um, And then that entity partnered with Compassion First Pet Hospitals. Um, And we have... 30 locations now. So, I mean, we were just part of, you know, several acquisitions that occurred and we're growing daily. Um, so I worked very closely with the VP of HR on several company-wide projects. And then in May of last year, uh, we restructured HR and I was promoted to um, director of HR and I support seven hospitals, um, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Colorado, and Arizona. So working for Care Center and now, you know, Compassion First combines my passion for HR and my love of animals. And, you know, it's not hard to get excited to get out of bed every day and support an organization that strives daily to provide the highest level of compassionate veterinary care. I get the privilege of supporting those who are truly living their passion. And it's, I mean, truly the most rewarding career I could imagine. Nice. I'm jealous. I would love to <laughs> love to do something like that. I love the territory you have. It's so diverse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Midwest and way out west, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, we're only as far west as Phoenix. So I managed to, I have, um, you know, Colorado and Arizona, but then someone else has Texas. So it's just a little carved out part of the country. So we also talked a little bit in your bio, uh, Nicole, about the fact that uh, you're you've been part of the A team with Sherm, and I think what's really cool on your on your LinkedIn page, you actually have the the link to uh, video from C-SPAN when you had an opportunity to speak in front of a House subcommittee regarding uh, Fair Labor Standards Act and, and wage application, and I watched actually watched it. it was really really cool to actually see somebody I know doing something like that and I'm curious you know as a as an HR practitioner professional what was it like to take part in in something like that and and be the voice of us you know your peers on a on a on a national stage in front of a televised audience what was that like well you know we talk about wanting to make an impact and have a seat at the table and there is no table that compares to be able to provide real-world practical insight into how proposed changes to regulations would affect real working Americans. So I was fortunate as an A-team member to be invited to participate in the Department of Labor listening sessions at SHRM 14 in Orlando. 
And you could tell by the questions that they were asking that they really valued our input and were truly curious as to the impact on small business. And then about a year later, the opportunity to testify before the House subcommittee presented itself. And I saw that as a way to even further share our story from an HR practitioner's perspective. That's just awesome. Were you intimidated at all? I mean, did you practice? How, like, I'm just kind of. It, it, just fasc, it really does fascinate me to say you I know, know somebody that was on order. Yeah. Um, my good buddy Steve Brown called me um, when he found out that I'd been selected as a witness and kind of gave me the lowdown on what it was like because he had done that before. So I knew a little bit going into it. Sure. But mm-hmm. I stayed up until probably midnight the night before recording myself doing my testimony because it was timed and if you go over they just like shut it off like you get two minutes and then you're done (laughs) so i just kept going through and going through it and making sure that you know i wasn't talking too fast and that i you know didn't trip over my words and that i really you know was representing hr how it should be represented for that testimony well, I would say in wow. hindsight, as somebody that just watched it in the last few days, I thought you did a great job. So, well, thank you. Kudos. It was it was it was it was neat to to watch and 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 see. Like I said, somebody I know taking part of something like that it was really really cool. Yeah, thanks. No, it was a really cool experience. So, Nicole, you have recently joined the HR blogging community with HR Without Ego. Um, so, what led you to that title, and how do you practice in that mindset? I started jotting down or really dictating notes to Siri, you know, while I was driving uh, for a <laughs> blog. <laughs> you know, that's when you get your best ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, over a year ago, probably, uh, I had a list of working titles, and the theme of humility and leadership um, was just kind of overwhelming and has been really prevalent in my professional life. And I have often found myself saying, you know, it's not about us. It's about what's best for the employees and the business, you know, so what's our best course of action with that in mind? And, um, you know, I, I said it in my testimony and, you know, I truly feel that HR is servant leadership and mm-hmm. is the epitome of servant leadership. So for me, you know, HR without ego, humility and leadership really summed up my, my personal and professional outlook. That's awesome. I like it. Why did you decide to uh, to jump into the blogging pool now? Um, there really is not a good time to <laughs> add more, you know, add more things to your plate of right. you know what you're doing. Um, and it's funny because I didn't think about this until after I started it. But when I was younger, I used to write a lot, mm-hmm. um, and it was very therapeutic for me and. Um, I've noticed that, I mean, I have a ton of drafts that, you know, haven't even been published yet, but mm-hmm. the more I write, the more just kind of clarity and peace that I get. And I see that, you know, some things that I've probably thought were, you know, just common sense or, oh, well, everybody knows that I'm discovering more and more that that's maybe not the case. And so then, you know, I'll share that in, in a blog post. Awesome. So, so All right. Someone, I'm sorry. I, I have to Go say, ahead. It, nope. you, know, you know, you said you made the comment. There's never, there's never a, a great time or whatever time. You just got to do it. 
yeah, yeah. this show is is an example of that. Right. Um, you know, <laughs> but but I but I think to that point, you never know who who's going to read what you're saying, and and it has an impact. So you know, I, right. I think it's great that you did jump in, uh, because like you said, there's never there's never an ideal time for any of this stuff. But, no. but I think it's 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 great that we do it all. Whatever our platform is, I think it's great that you're doing it. Thanks. Yeah. Awesome. So, Nicole, it is now time for everyone's favorite part of our show, the Half Hour Question Connection. Yay! Uh, <laughs> so, do you remember how you first connected with us? Yeah, I was actually thinking about that. So, Next Chat was my first exposure to both of you. And then I met John in real life briefly at Sherm 16 in D.C., um, but I'm a recovering introvert, so that was a very quick meeting. <laughs> it was kind of a quick introduction and then uh, not sure what to say next. Um, and I haven't had the chance to meet you in real life yet, Wendy, but I hope to remedy that soon. I, I, just I re- think so. I remember reading in your profile, you know, HR and wine, and I thought, oh, we are destined to be friends. Like, <laughs> They, the two just go together naturally. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> so, I, I may, well, maybe you're answering this part of this question already, but Nicole, how has uh, networking helped you in your career? I guess why <laughs> never been part of that. But uh, you know, uh, in all seriousness, how how has it helped you in your career, and what's been really effective for you when it comes to networking? I think authenticity is the key to networking. I mean, especially in HR, we can spot a disingenuous person from a mile away. So, you know, as I mentioned before, I'm an introvert. Networking does not come natural to me. Um, But I find the more comfortable that I am in a situation, the easier it comes to make connections. And I started out with connecting with people at SHRM and NextChat and then um, connected with the members of the HR tribe. And I had a mission in my networking that I wanted to pay it forward. So I look for ways to do that, whether I'm trying to help um, others connect for career opportunities or expertise requests or just a collaboration of ideas. Very cool. So, And that kind of uh, dovetails into our next, next question. How do you enjoy giving back to the HR community? Uh, I've been a member of the A-Team for several years, uh, actively participating. And um, as you said in my bio, I'm a newly appointed member of the Greater Cincinnati HR Association Board as the SHRM Foundation Chair. Um, there was somebody on a Twitter chat that said, you know, let's make sure that the SHRM Foundation isn't SHRM's best kept secret. And so that's been kind of my driving force. Um, and I work closely with the hospitality committee, um, with the Gecker board. So at our monthly connect and learns, you know, we get to welcome new members and that's always exciting to see our chapter grow. So, Nicole, I'm curious, we talked a little bit in the pregame about this, but uh, who do you like to read or follow when it comes to uh, HR Insights? Well, Steve Brown, of course. Uh, I was interested introduced to Steve at um, and the HRNet in 2009 through Tom Mobley when I was taking uh, his class to prepare, prepare for the PHR exam. 
And I have been an avid subscriber of um, the Fistful of Talent folks for years. Um, I stumbled on it after following Chris Dunn and Tim Sackett. And then, of course, the uh, Next Chat and the A-Team. Good, good choices there. All right. So we're going to uh, dive into some entertainment now. Um, John and I are, are pretty big movie fans, so we have to ask, what is your favorite movie? Um, it's hard to pick a favorite, but I would <laughs> say What Dreams May Come is probably my favorite movie. I don't wow. know if I've heard of that one. I haven't seen really? that in years. Yeah. Holy That's cow. That's probably my favorite. Yeah. That's a great one. Wow. I hadn't seen, I don't, I, it's, that, that movie's what, 20 years old, give or take? Oh, man, I was a kid when I saw it, yeah. Uh, okay, well, yeah. I wasn't. But... So 10 years old. <laughs> uh, let's see. I, I had to look it up. It came out in 98, so it's 20 years, yeah. Okay. Or oh, so I wasn't too much of a kid then. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay, now. I was okay, definitely now... not a kid. <laughs> I, I, ha I did have to look it up. I I don't think I've ever seen it. I've, I've heard of it, but uh, I don't think I've ever actually seen that one, so I'll have to add that to my list. Yeah, that's really good. Thanks for bringing the the room around with the age thing, Nicole. We appreciate that. Um, yeah. How about how about your favorite musician or band? Uh, so I have a really eclectic mix of music in my Spotify account. I've been singing since I was four, so I have a love and appreciation of music. And really, I mean, if it took actual talent to produce it, chances are I like it. So depending on the day, I could be listening to country. Broadway show tunes, Christian nice. music, and then I'm also a fan of, you know, Pink, Kid Rock, Eminem. Uh, I'm taking my daughter to see Taylor Swift on her stadium tour this summer, and that'll be her first concert, so I'm sharing my love of music with her. And my son sings, so I listen to a lot of the music that he's getting ready to perform. Very cool. Yeah. So I just, I have to brag a little bit, because my daughter is... Uh, getting into Broadway music and loves, um, we just, we listen to Broadway musicals and sing together in the car. And, uh, Leslie Odom Jr. was in town yesterday. And so we got to see him live in concert and, uh, wow. Um, he, he was phenomenal. And now my daughter is just in love with Nat King Cole music. So <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. He, uh, he did a lot of jazz and Nat King Cole type standards, um, and of course Hamilton music was in there. But um, if you get a chance to see him um, do his show, I would highly recommend it. It's, it was phenomenal, and for us to get him here in uh, Brookings, South Dakota, was uh, is quite impressive in my book. <laughs> I won't even get into what my kids listen to because I don't anything anybody wants to talk about. So. <laughs> Unless you're familiar with metalcore, then. If you, if you are and you're listening, drop me a line and we can commiserate. <laughs> All right. So, Nicole, we're going to head back to the visual medium and talk about your favorite TV show. I try to watch shows that um, the kids can watch, too, because I know one day they won't want to sit and watch TV with me. <laughs> my 13-year-old already is kind of like, oh, no, I'm cool. I don't want to watch that. Um, <laughs> but my 10-year-old will watch with me. And I like shows that have smart, witty humor. So American Housewife is actually our current favorite. It's a really oh. funny show. And it's appropriate, you know, that she can watch it with me. 
Cool. So when you're not watching Dreams May Come and listening to all kinds of music with your kids or watching uh, American Housewife, what, what do you like to do outside of work when you put all the HR things away? What do you like to do? Uh, I would say my first love is travel. Uh, there's nothing like experience another culture in another country. And there is no greater stress relief than, you know, the sound of the ocean and the sand between your toes. Uh, nice. So what's the, what's the coolest place you think you've been to then travel-wise? Um, I surprised my husband uh, two years ago for his 50th birthday and took us to Punta Cana. Oh. And it was just gorgeous. Very fun. Very, very fun. And finally, Nicole, if you weren't in HR, what do you think you'd be doing professionally? Uh, I think I would be an attorney. I have huh? been talking about it since I was a little kid. And <laughs> I, you know, am, feel like it some days that I already am. But um, mm, yeah. I, I think I definitely would have gone that route. I think I meet a lot of HR people that think, because I'm the same way. I, I always said I wish one of my previous employers would have sent me to law school because it feels like so much of what we got to do would make us that much more valuable. <laughs> yeah. And we've got a lot of friends that seem to have come from that world into this one. Mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah, it's a lot yeah. of crossover. A lot of crossover. Yeah. Well, Nicole, we, we want to congratulate you because you successfully survived the question connection. <laughs> you survived our time with us. Um, you know, again, just so appreciative of you uh, spending time with us this evening and, and, and telling us about about you and your story. And uh, this is your chance now to, to let people know how to find you uh, if you want to be found, uh, how to get in touch with you out there, on, uh, out, out there in the Internet world. Uh, well, I use Twitter and LinkedIn professionally. And on Twitter, I'm at Ann Roberts HR. And then on LinkedIn, um, it's Nicole Roberts, but if you put Burbrick in parentheses, you can find me even faster. And then my blog uh, launched February 9th, and so that is hrwithoutego.com. Awesome. We will, we will make sure to add that in the show notes so people don't have to try and write it down as they're listening. Mm -hmm. uh, Wendy, how about you? Oh, as always, um, you can find me on Twitter. Um, I am Wendell93. W-Y-N-D-A-L-L-9-3, um, and on my blog, uh, mydailyjourney.com. Daily is D as in dog, yeah, D as in dog, A-I-L-E-Y. Um, and as always, on um, every uh, fourth Sunday of the month, 7 p.m. Eastern time, you will find me on Twitter as part of our HR social hour chat. How about you, John? You can always find me on Twitter. That's at John, J-O-N, underscore Thurmond, T-H-U-R-M-O-N-D. Happy to connect on LinkedIn. Uh, if you do want to connect there, I, I do ask, just personalize the note, because, again, it helps me to understand how you found me, why you'd like to connect, and listen to the podcast is great. Just help me put all those things together. I always appreciate. If you have a question or comment about the show or about the monthly chat, you can send us an email. That's hrsocialhourpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook if you search for HR Social Hour. You can find the show at hrsocialhourpodcast.podbean.com. We're also available on iTunes, the Podbean app, Podchaser, and hrpodcasters.com. 
A lot of people ask, hey, John, what can I do to help out? Your show's awesome. We want to help you. What do you do? It's super easy. What we ask, rate and review. Give us five stars or whatever the platform you're listening on, whatever the review system is. The highest rating in a, in a few few sentences about about the show helps us tremendously, especially when it comes to visibility. It helps us get boosted up so that other people are looking for HR podcasts and, and want to make connections like what we're trying to do. You can find them a little easier. So, again, uh, Nicole, thanks for being with us tonight. I look forward to seeing you soon. And for the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast, I'm John. And I'm Wendy. And always be sure to connect. Give back. And... Network. Take care, everyone. We'll see you next time.